0: No one intervened on be
2: And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City radio tower, it's the one, the only puckle TCG cast. Hello,
0: Puckalonians, and welcome to episode sixty-nine of the Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Yushiro, and we're here to talk some cards. And excited to talk cards because there's a lot of cards to talk about here for you today in the show. We're going to talk about a few uh, quick news, then we're going to tackle the lead, uh, the latest tournaments, including the latest International European and the uh latest regional Daytona Beach which was an uh, our expanded tournament and finally we're going to talk about the Champions tournament in Japan which you know good stuff always comes from that from that tournament and we're definitely going to talk about them here today finally we're going to not finish up with deck up of the episode but go into our new segment which is really an old segment dressed in new, (laughs) with a new title and it's our set review showroom where we're gonna each of us chose five cards and we're gonna talk about unbroken bonds here and talk about all the awesome cards that that set brings in but I am not gonna sit down here and just do that all by myself I brought with me two magnificent co-hosts so let's go ahead and introduce them right about now first off some say that He's able to build a snowman out of rain. It's our Sigma. I am in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> it's
3: not uncommon for the rain to freeze, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah. We had a little snow yesterday, I think, too.
0: Do you want to build a rain, man? So, <laughs> some say that he's able to strangle you with a cordless phone.
2: It's baskets. Basket. What's up, Puckle Peeps? Long time
0: no be here. What's up, Basket? How are you doing?
2: I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm pretty... You've been I'm, busy? I'm really happy to be on the TCG again.
0: It's not for lack of being busy, because the man here has been busy doing all the art for Puckle, as well as his own art and his uh, for his own comic book and everything, so it's just glad you could, you were able to find some time to be with us here again. So thank you, Basket, for being here.
2: I'm very excited.
0: Of course. So now, uh, as we start every single show, let's go ahead and start like that. What have you guys been up to, Pokemon or not? Sigma, what have you been up to?
3: Hey, our TCG tournament's
2: going on. Yes,
0: right it is going around. And oh, I- I'm
2: sorry. Actually, really quick, guys. Yeah, um, yeah. Ozzy does a lot of the artwork too. Oh, yeah. So yes, I just wanted course. to say that as well. I, <laughs> yeah.
0: Of course. No, not, not, well, Ozzy does everything. The man is the, a man of wonders, of many talents, and uh, he's been fantastic. Guys, uh, if you see Oxy in the chat, send him your, your thanks because the man yes. is just phenomenal. He's been single handedly, uh, and with Sigma's help, of course, uh, dealing with the TCG tournament. I've been trying to get to be there. Um, but whenever I go in to do work, I find out that Sigma and Oxy has just done everything. So thank you so much guys for your dedication to the community. And then you guys are the absolute best. And to continue on, yes, the TCG tournament is happening right now. We're now heading to our third round. And uh, there's already been some awesome fights. And there's already been some people talking about, hmm, we've been encountering some stall decks that have been kind of a pain for a few people. So, um, yes, (laughs) I I received a message yesterday asking
3: if you could tie. It's like, I don't think you can tie on TCGO, And then I had to think about it. Yep. Actually there's a way you might want to discuss being in a tie.
0: Yeah, and it, yeah, exactly. Especially in a tournament because th- there is a, such a thing as a time frame, right, where players need to finish a game in a certain time frame and uh if you're f- battling with stall decks against a different stall deck then you know that the yeah. the game just can go on for days. Yeah, without a possible win con,
3: it's it's rough, so. It is. That was
0: exciting. <laughs> it is. Uh what about you basket? What have you been up to? Pokemon or otherwise?
2: Um, I've been doing a Nuzlocke, um, I talked about it on the on the main show, because I'm on that this week, but, um, basically I'm doing a whole uh, Nuzlocke of X and Y, just so that I can put a U-turn on a Pidgey, so that I can then bring that Pidgey into Oris and <laughs> have a, hopefully, <laughs> have a, uh, um, Mega Pidgeot in a uh, Nuzlocke, which would be pretty
0: Oh, fun. nice, that sounds interesting. Um, I been doing a lot, but not necessarily Pokemon. Uh, as you guys know, I've moved recently. March was a big month for me. I had some move. Now in April, just been doing a lot of working with a few things. Uh, we <laughs> planning uh, a few trips and everything. So it's been really busy for me. I haven't been able to really sit down and and be part of the community all that much this past two months because of how busy. Hopefully now for May that my, uh, things are going to slow. Well, I, I suspect for the second half of April. Well, we are in the second half of April, I guess. To give you a clue how busy I've been that I can't even keep track of time. That's how busy I am. (coughs) But, um, thank God things, uh, I've been busy because of positive things, right? And positive news and things I've been able to upgrade my whole rig um guys so my streaming my recording my quality it's all going to improve a lot because i just spent uh two thousand (laughs) dollars uh (laughs) trying to get everything uh up to date and uh i should have everything up to date by this weekend so by next stream well i'll be streaming tomorrow but i'll be streaming from the old computer by next week i should have my own new computer on and just magic's gonna happen guys because that's what computers do magic Now, speaking of magic, let's go ahead and move on to that magic that is the news, which we'll discuss the most magical thing that has happened because it was both completely not expected this, this fast in the, this, uh, early in the year. And also it took us by surprise what is going on, what is leaving us. And that is the 2020 season rotational. Uh, rotation is announced, and boy, did it, it just blew everyone's mind off. Sigma, do you have a few things to talk about the season rotation? Yes. All right. So
3: it was kind of hard to guess where the season rotation was going to be, yeah. whether or not Crimson Invasion was going to be included in it. It turns out Crimson Invasion is going to be gone, mm-hmm. along with Guardians Rising, Sun and Moon, and Burning Skies, I believe is the other one. I think so, yeah. Or Burning Shadows, Burning Shadows. So we're losing all of those sets and all the promos that came around that time. And this year, they're including getting rid of the McDonald's promos. Really? (laughs) Yes, that is an interesting one. They've decided that McDonald's promos will only be legal if the card that they are imitating is also legal and standard. Weird. Okay. Yes. So that's a really interesting thing they added. And also, the time of this rotation is where it's really interesting, mm-hmm. because it rotates like the day before Worlds. Yes, before worlds.
0: worlds, yeah. So people heading to world, Worlds have to play with a completely new set that has never been... Um, a, a, a brand new um, rotation that no one has really had any good practice on, and it's completely new to everyone, so this would make this year's worlds com- very very interesting and very fun to watch because it's just going to be unpredictable what's going to win we don't know because we don't know what's going to be played and what's going to be valid for in worlds because we know the cards that are going to be legal but we won't know what combination of those cards is going to make it all the way to the end
2: yeah can i tell you how excited i am about that like, please that's do be so fun
0: <laughs> i i agree
3: with you there i Think it's going to be interesting to see decks that we can actually play after Worlds, mm-hmm. be at Worlds, yeah. because before it was a big advertisement of these sweet decks, and you can't play them. Yep, yeah. and that was the little headliner there. So as a viewer, I think it's going to be a lot more interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, it really is, and it will really make Worlds be the start of the new year, where it kick off the rotation with the winning decks of the whole Worlds. So I think it, it, like you just said, Sigma, it will just bring this. This, instead of worlds being this big finale, it now is this big beginning where world starts a whole new season of play and it will end on next year's rotation. So I think, uh, a lot of people were well, frankly, um, a little frustrated with that because people are buying cards and they're preparing and they're already planning what they're going to play for worlds. Since now this threw a whole wrench into it because they can't take their, um veteran deck. The deck that they've been using and playing for throughout the most of the year, tweaking as sets as sets arrive and stuff, they no longer can use that same deck to participate in worlds. They have to come up with something that follows the rotation guidelines. And boy are we losing a few things that are incredibly important uh, between them, Ultra Ball, Double Colorless Energy, Goosemas, all of them gone.
2: Yeah, and I would like to state really quick for the record mm-hmm. that it's more the masochist in me. <laughs> like, that's excited about this. Because if I was actually, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be at Worlds. So I'm not losing out on anything because of this. So it's purely the chaos that I'm enjoying. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. For the viewers, this is great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For us watchers, oh, it's fantastic. For those playing, might be a little frustrating. Now, let's I'm on to the next piece of news. Uh, s- basket. So, Sky Legends was announced as the next, uh, it's been announced for a while, it's gonna come out, that's our next, that's our, what is that, our... No, no,
3: that's a Japanese set. That's it's a Japanese,
0: released. okay, so it's, oh, so...
3: Yeah, this will be part of our next set, Unified Minds, at the beginning of August.
0: So. There we go, that was my confusing, so, yes. So, Sky Legends was revealed in, in Japan, which will become our Unified Minds, that is, the set that we arrive in August... And it brings a few th- interesting things, and we're not going to talk too much about them, but there's one thing they are bringing to the TCG that was not there, and that is C Crystals. Now, C Crystals, for those of you who play the video game, are the crystals you can give to your Pokemon to hold, and with them, you can use the Super Moves, C uh, Moves, which are the extra powerful moves that uh, deal a lot of damage or provides a lot of buffs. They're coming to the TCG, but a little different. Uh Let's... Let's read an example, Basket, Could you read what is coming?
2: All right. So the Z-Crystal that we have right now is... uh, Well, so there's two, but we're not going to mention the other one. Yeah. This one is uh, Normalium Z-Tackle. This is a trainer item. It says it's a Pokemon tool, and if this card is attached to a Pokemon that has the attack tackle, that Pokemon can use the GX attack on this card. It must have the necessary energy to use the attack. So it's four colorless. And it says dash attack GX two hundred plus damage. Flip a coin until you get tails. This attack does forty more damage for each heads.
0: This is an interesting attack, and interesting that you have to use it with a Pokemon that has tackle, and uh, and interesting for what it does as well. Um, two hundred damage is a whole lot of damage. Uh, four colorless though is pretty expensive, but we do are we are getting uh, ways around that. If you guys remember Sigma, the uh, triple energy. That is coming,
3: yeah. If it's an evolution Pokemon, triple color or the triple acceleration energy is, I believe, the translated name. Yeah, that we have
0: now, which you can attach it to an evolution Pokemon, and then it not it can't be a GX or a EX, and it has to be no, an ev- it, it can, it can. I thought it couldn't. Not interesting. It goes away at the end of the turn. What do they care? <laughs> <laughs> True. So it goes. It does goes away till the end of the turn. So that's great for using it for things like this, like the the sea crystals. Um. Do you guys think that this will actually make a dent? We would see these cards being played out. We know that we've seen cards like this before such as um the Gene-Sect Ace Ace-pay card the um what was it called?
3: Uh, isn't it a plasma cannon? Or plasma
0: cannon, there? yeah, which added a, an extra hole attack for for Gene-Sect. Do you guys this, think this will kick off?
3: I think it depends on what attacks get it. Mm-hmm. Tackle is a pretty well spread out attack, but it's only on or mostly on Pre evolutions like mm-hmm. basic Pokemon like a Rowlet will yeah. have to tackle, so that would be interesting to include this card plus a Rowlet in a deck that can support it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I actually really like this because personally, I think it super helps out decks with Pokemon with various stages, mm-hmm. and it gives like a really cool. Uh, <laughs> I just I, I love the idea of a basic evolution card with like thirty hit doing like. A crazy amount of damage to, like, a Zekrom or Rom or something like that. Like, yeah. I just, <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah, I, well, it brings me Night March memories, you know, because that's what basically Joltig did with 30 HP, just dealing a whole bunch of damage. Senior uh Normelian Sea Tackle here will allow you to do that with any Pokemon that has Tackle assets attack, which makes it even more unpredictable. Who knows? You might see a Pokemon and not immediately know why they have it, and suddenly... They put the Pokemon down, immediately put the Sea Crystal, put the triple energy, and then put a fourth card, and I don't know how, a fourth energy on the same turn, and boom, hitting for 200 uh, damage. It is pretty intense.
3: Yeah. And the fact that we have Adventurer's Pouch also helps this, because mm, otherwise, it yeah. would be really awkward. You should only really play one of these in your deck, because yes. you can only use it once.
0: And for those at home, yeah, Adventurer's back what it does is it allows you to search your deck for two tools and put them onto your hand.
3: So that's a good card to have in the format with these.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's it for the news. Not much to say in the news. A lot to discuss uh, in the rest of the show. Uh, in terms of Puckle, as you guys know, we just mentioned the tournament is happening. So um, round three is coming soon and the tournament will be ending this uh, early next month. And we should have a aftermath report on the next show where we will go with the winners and and maybe have an interview with the winner so stay tuned for that that is definitely going to happen now let's go ahead and move on to the important part of the show topical beach where we're going to discuss the most recent tournaments
3: grab your ice cold Corsula cola and pull up a chair it's time for topical beach
0: And we are back, you can already feel the wind in your face, the sun on your eyes and the sand under your feet, it is Topical Beach and we're going to discuss here the most recent tournaments, what has been played and where the format is heading. This is your, your monthly view at the current meta, that is the TCG. We're going to start with the first tournament that we want to talk about, and that is the international, the European international one that was in Berlin in April 26th, not too long ago. It was this past weekend, and um unfortunately, not much to talk about here. We have a lot of the same faces. I mean, deck-wise, not people. Um... <laughs> And uh, it's really not that exciting. We got first place. We got Crom with Saptos, Which has been really doing a lot of damage in the meta. It's been winning a lot of tournaments. And you have Sotoark, Rock as well. And that's basically it. That's the whole tournament right there. It's Crom and Sotoark. Uh, like in rock it 's just that much more to talk about, which is to me honestly a bit disappointing because we 've had a few we have so many good tournaments up to this point where we 've been kind of surprised by the different decks that have been winning and taking us by storm and to see it being again just a match of strength between the two most powerful decks in the format right now is kind of disappointing what do you think sigma?
3: Uh, I was able to watch, like, the last Swiss round, and unfortunately we don't have the full results yet from this tournament. But in the last Swiss round, the person who came in seventh place was playing against a Quagsire Noggin Del deck, so that almost made top eight. Ooh. I, okay. Yeah. So that was that would have been more interesting than this set of yeah. uh, standard suspects. Yeah.
0: So. Basket, I know you've been uh, out of it for a while. What is your... Yeah, uh,
2: I wasn't able to watch uh, any of the streams. But there is something to be said about, like, high level play on even decks that, you know, are just destroying the format. So a lot of times that stuff can be a whole lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, sure. No, oh, I totally agree.
0: But that's it. Not much to talk about the international, uh, in Berlin. But let's move on to the next one that there is definitely to talk about. And that's the regional, uh, in Daytona Beach. We had, this is an expanded tournament that we had in, in, this brought a few surprises that I'm excited to talk about. Uh Number one, I think the one that I really wanted to talk about is Sableye Garborder. This is an interesting deck. Now, Sableye Garborder has the Sableye from Dark Explorers, and this is the Sableye that it's, has Confuse Ray, which doesn't really matter, and then it has Junk Hunt. Junk Hunt for one darkness puts two item cards from your discard pile into your hand. This allows you to keep recycling your item cards that you use, and at the same time maintaining your discard empty of items in case you're <laughs> battling a different Garboard. Or I find that uh, that to be super fun to play. Sigma, what's your two cents on this deck?
3: Uh, it's fun. In the past, it used to run the A-spec Life Dew, so mm. every time you killed the Sableye, it didn't. You Die. didn't get a prize. Yeah. Now we have Black Market Prism Star. Yes. Which is essentially the same thing, except it's a Prism Star Stadium. It can only be in Expanded, it's only getting replaced by other prisms or other stadiums, which show up, but you can control for them a little bit.
0: Yes. More than you can control a Leaf Blower or anything else that just gets rid of stadiums.
3: Yes. So that is the big addition to this deck, because now it's playing Dowsing Machine as it's a spec
0: nice which
3: <laughs> like the Sableye it lets you get an item from you or a trainer card from your discard
0: yeah excellent deck this was by, piloted by Ryan Pena uh, and got sixth place at the Daytona Beach in Florida Moving from that one, we're gonna go for a more more recognizable deck. One that I'm certainly I can tell you with a hundred percent guarantee that it's terrifying to see it back, and that is Seismitoad EX. For those of you who remember playing in the good old times of black and white, no early XY, is oh, L- it came yeah, out. Uh, early it X Furious, <laughs> the one card
3: from Furious fists,
0: Yep. And, uh, this is the one that has Quake Punch, that has for double colorless energy, does 30 damage, and completely item locks your opponent. He can't do anything for the remainder of his turn. This time is, um, unfortunately, or fortunately, the way you want to, any way you want to watch it, it is paired up with Sodawork, which by itself is a force to be reckoned, combined with Sesame Toad. I just, it's just, what could this possibly do to me? Ice cream in my nightmares. <laughs> Basket. You remember playing against Seismitoad EX, you remember playing against Sotora GX. Oh yeah. What do you think that is this combination that th- that is these two cards and, and where it's headed?
2: Well, obviously uh Seismitoad is just I mean He's annoying. That card was splashed into so many different things just because it was a double colorless and everything. hmm Honestly, get a full set. <laughs> if you can get find them because they're nowhere because...
0: to be sent no no one to be found anymore.
2: Well, that's because they're amazing and yeah. if you can find them, get a full set. Honestly, like I haven't seen the deck in action, so I can't really comment on like
0: No, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: how well it'll do, but they're they're two fantastic Pokemon cards and I mean, anything with Seismitoad, I mean, just get the card. Just get the card, guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it <laughs> is. Just
0: and it. and and yeah, it's just it's the power of blocking your opponent with item cards and at the same time when it's your turn having the support and draw power that is Sotoark on your bench. I just... And then both these Pokemon, by the way, it's four Seismito DX, four Sotoark GX. So... If one thing those two cards have in common is they both use double colorless energy, no need for extra energy. So this deck only runs for double colorless energy and that's anything, everything it needs to really start doing some damage. It's, it's great to see Seismitoid. I laugh and I, 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 say that it's, uh, terrifying and all that, but Seismitoid is a great card and I'm glad it found a new home. Uh, kind of disappointed once more that it's paired with Sotoark because, but again, Sotoark is like rice and beans. It just goes with everything. It just, there's nothing you can, there's no deck out there that, couldn't uh, at least work well with Sodor GX. It's just that that's just how powerful and good that card is. Yep. Now, with that being said, we're gonna move to the last tournament that we're gonna discuss here. And notice that we're just blazing through these sections because we want to get to the uh, set review show room and talk about Unbroken um, Bonds. But first, we're gonna talk about as an intro intro to our set review. So, and that is the Champions League in Kyoto, Japan. And champion, the champions tournament has always been an exciting tournament for us. This one, it goes from Sun and Moon all the way to their latest set, GG End, or which is basically our unbroken bonds and includes a few gems and which two of them I wanted to discuss at length. And, uh, let's go ahead and do that right now. Sigmas, let's start with the one that you wanted to talk about.
3: All right. Let's talk about. Gardevoir and Sylveon GX decks. Yes. All right. So Gardevoir and Sylveon GX is a tag team GX from our new set. Its first attack for a colorless is Fairy Song. Search your deck for up to two fairy energy and attach them to your benched Pokemon in any way you like. Mm -hmm. Then shuffle your deck. Pretty straightforward. Yep. Second attack, Kaleidostorm for two fairies and a colorless. 150 damage.
0: Move any number of energy from your Pokemon to your other Pokemon in any way you'd like. Very nice as well. That's awesome. Hefty damage. I mean, it doesn't do all that much. 150 uh, compared to other Pokemon. It's not as much, but put a choice ban on that bad boy. It's already 180. could knock out a simple basic GX.
3: Yes. And then it's GX attack. Fairy, 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 fairy. But if you have three extra fairies, it gets its bonus stability. Does 200 damage. And the bonus is your opponent shuffles their
0: hand into their deck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And notice how it's just full stop there. If this Pokemon has at least three extra fairy energies attached to it, your opponent shuffles their hand into their deck and that's it. That's just ridiculously powerful.
3: Yes, it is. And what this deck really wants to do... Is use its regular attack to move the energy off of a damaged Gardevoir so they can say max potion it, Acerola it. So you're never taking prizes. It's kind of like a Venusaur deck in that way. Oof, I hate it already. <laughs> <laughs> Continue on. All right. The other Pokemon in the deck is a Miss Magus, which we'll talk about later as a draw supporter. Mm hmm. Uh, Xerneas. It is the Shining Legends, Ernieus, right now. We were looking at this deck earlier this week and wondering why it was that one. It's because we're playing a supporter card called Green's Exploration, which we'll also talk about later as well. Or you can't have abilities that stay on the field if you're going to use that card. So, yeah, that's what we do. We just continuously heal up as we do 150 to your opponent's Pokemon.
0: That's just ridiculous. Only covers only need night and energy, fairy energy to work. And yeah, Garvador and Sylveon already appeared and already took third place in the champions league in japan however that is just third place we did have a first place winner and that is one a deck that we were all waiting for and expecting to do really well and not all it does is just arrive and already takes gold in uh champions and that is the reshiram charizard gx now this deck this card just it's pure amazing. Reshiram and Charizard GX has 270 HP. It's fire. Its attack team has three attacks. Pretty standard. First attack outrage, which you might recall, outrage is kind of like a signature move to Reshiram nowadays, at least in the TCG. The for one fire one colorless does 30 plus. This attack does 10 more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. Self-explanatory. If it does have 200 damage uh, on it. It is doing 230 damage, so that's not bad at all for a Pokemon that has 207 HP. You really can't go wrong, since almost nothing uh, unless it's water could knock this out at one go. It's second attack, Flare Strike, for 238 uh, damage. Three Fire Energy, one colorless. This Pokemon can't use Flare Strike during your next turn. Again, pretty standard. This is something you've seen in Lapras. Something we've seen in so many Pokemons out there uh, where they can attack for one turn and then you have to switch them or do something because they won't be able to use the same attack next turn. And then we fi- uh, finally, we end up with Double Blaze GX. This is for three Fire Energies, but... If you put at least three more fire energies, you activate its secondary effect. The attack itself does 200 damage plus and it says if this Pokemon has at least three extra energies attach, uh, fire energies attached to it, this attack does a hundred more damage and this attack's damage isn't affected by any effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. It can't be blocked and it does 300 damage, which could basically knock out anything in the game, including Waylord. With, with it activated, with the side of it activated, it's just nothing they can do to stop it. it. It will go and hit its opponent and will knock it out. That's pretty savage, pretty powerful. Weakness to water, resistance to none, which would cost of three. Sigma, what do you think of Reshiram Charizard? I think it's a very strong Pokemon, especially with the Supporter Welder. Mm-hmm. Which we should definitely go over that right now. Yeah, that one's not on any lists. Yeah, no. <laughs> Welder is a Supporter card... That does uh attach two fire energy cards from one from your hand to one of your opponents. Then draw three cards. It's pretty, pretty powerful uh item card. So um it's just so good. Now it's paired with Jirachi Lele GX uh Dead Energy GX, which we'll cover in soon, so stay tuned for that. And also that famous Miltank that is going around too. Miltank with Mumu Malt, as long as this is the uh, this Pokemon is in your active. Whenever your opponent attaches an energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon, heal 90 damage to it. Self-explanatory. When you have Reshiram and Charizard and uh, GX, you want to be able to heal it some way. tank is a way you can do that. Okay, any last information on this one, Sigma, or Basket, before we move on?
3: We also have a Bench Barrier Mew that we aren't talking about later. So, we can mention that exists now. Bench Barrier is back. It's on a Mew. It's on a Mew. Yep. On a (laughs) Mew
0: with 60 HP, which uh, you might be thinking that's hella low, but last Mew, last basic Mew was uh, 30 HP, right? Or 40 HP. Yeah. Ridiculous (laughs) amount like that. It's just ridiculous.
3: Evolutions was a bad set. (laughs) (laughs) It really was.
0: And it was still hurting from, from that.
3: Now. It actually has a useful attack too, while we're here. For a colorless, put three damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like.
0: Yeah. Not bad, and of course, bench barrier. Since we're at it, for those of you at home that do not know, prevent all damage done to your opponents uh, for your for your bench Pokemon by attacks from your opponent's Pokemon. So it will protect you on anything that's sniping from the active spot,
3: also known as Pikachu
0: Zekrom's GX attack. Yes, also known as that.
2: The only thing I want to add is that I love how they switched from like the moves that you can't use a second turn. I loved how they switched from you can't use this move on your next turn to this Pokemon can't use this move during your next turn. Yeah, That way you can switch them out. I love that they changed that. Like it just makes it more versatile and it reminds me of having fun with galizipod and stuff like that. So I love that they're, they changed that mechanic for a lot of yeah. them.
0: And they, well, they still, there's some, they're using both now. They're both, they're using the, this Pokemon can't use this attack and this Pokemon can attack. Next turn, they, uh, uh, they're still using both, but the can't use this specific attack, just as this one. Um, that is more common nowadays. Yeah. Before it was much more common. The, the Pokemon can't do anything on the next turn. Right, right. That will cause a headache to people who can't switch or something. Now, uh, and that's it. That's the end of our topical beats. That's the format, how it's going right now, where it's going. Unfortunately, nothing new to talk about in standard other than what is coming in unbroken bonds. Hopefully, with the introduction of Broken Bonds, the next standard tournament that we have, we won't see Crom and Sotoark dominating the whole top 8. Uh, we will see, a, again, much more a healthy meta with more variety and just more different decks uh, that people are using. Now, with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to our new set set review showroom where we're going to talk about it doesn't roll off the tongue that easily we might change it ladies and gentlemen <laughs> it's not rolling off my tongue that easy uh, but for now that's what we have and we're going to talk about unbroken bond so let's go ahead and just jump right at that because i'm so excited to talk about these cards we just talked about both gardevoir and sylveon gx and we just talked about charizard and reshiram gx These are two excellent cards that are on this set but are not the only ones we have a few other legit beautiful things to talk about so let's go ahead and jump right at it this is this would not be a tcg cast and my name would not be Jashiro if i did not start this review saying my first card is greninja and Sodoric gx <laughs> just wouldn't be that there will be a different show and you'll be asking who are you and what did you do with your hero Greninja and Sora GX is a new tag team one of the newest tag teams from Unbroken Bonds it has 250 HP which is pretty standard for well it's actually low but it's pretty good for a tag team it has two attacks its first attack Dark Pulse for one dark one colorless does 30 plus damage this attack does 30 more damage for each Darkness energy attached to your Pokemon. It's second attack. Darkness color, uh, for one darkness, one colorless, but could be for more. Night Unison GX. Put two in any combination of dark Pokemon GX or Pokemon EX from your discard pile to onto your bench. If this Pokemon has at least one extra energy attached to it, in addition to its attack, attach two energy cards from the discard pile to each of those Pokemon that you just right back from the discard patch weakness to fighting resistance to psychic retreat cost of two how can you not like this card it's cheap it's quick it's fast only requires for its basic attack it only requires two energy so it could be uh it could be ready on turn two and it's attack It's a known quantity. Does 30 plus? Does 30 more for each dark energy attached to your Pokemon? Doesn't have to be to itself. It just has to be with all dark energy throughout your whole bench. It could not, it could mount up to a lot. You only need four to do what? 120 plus the 38 over. It. It's 160, which is four energies throughout your bench. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a known, quick good attack to have and then night unison is where things get a little bit trickier it is basically a dark version of archie's ace in the hole or maxi's hidden ball trick which allows you to put even a stage two from the discard pile onto your bench as a basic but this is where we enter the discussion would people actually use that is there any dark pokemon out there that might actually use this sigma let's start with you what do you think so Shamu's actually really excited for this card Mm-hmm.
3: No, as <laughs> Yes. Let me guess. T-Tar? Incineroar. No!
0: Oh, yes! Incineroar! That's
1: right. Yeah,
3: in the last set, there was the Incineroar GX, which had the Scar Charge ability,
1: yeah.
3: like Charizard basic form in the last set has, where you can take 30 damage, I believe, and put 3 energy on Incineroar.
0: Yes, you can.
3: And that really powers up your Dark Pulse quick.
0: Oh, and if you can find yes.
3: ways to discard your Incineroar and then use the GX attack to bring those Incineroars back, you don't have to worry about Rare Candies either.
0: Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. The, the Getting them into the discard pile in Standard is the problem because we don't have Battle Compressor that can definitely help us with that. Yeah. This
3: card could be exciting and expanded as well, where we do have Battle Compressor mm-hmm. and Dark Patch. Oh, yes. We still have Dark Ride GX for a little bit of time too. Mm, Yeah. That has the ability to come back with darkness energies on them.
0: That's a that's the Prism
3: Star one. Uh, no, no, not the Prism Star one. Just the GX regular one. That oh yeah yeah yeah
0: that's right. Yeah, he, we forget about him because he came out like two years ago, but and he's still around. <laughs> he's still <laughs> around. What about you, Basket? What's your two cents on Greninja and sora GX?
2: I think that it's already a pretty solid card in itself, but the ability to grab any dark. GX or EX from the discard and throw it onto your bench, and the potential to throw two energy cards, that's, it's just super cool. Mm-hmm. The worst case scenario, it ends up being a fantastic tech for uh, dark decks. So, I mean, I, I really like this card a lot. It does. And,
0: and let me just remind you guys, for the, for, to activate the secondary effect, you only need one extra energy on it.
2: Correct. Yeah, you you just need three. <laughs> you just
0: need three, which is basically any attack for anyone else. Yeah, it's yeah. GX attack actually can activate secondary. Just, we're not talking about six or five energies. Nope, just three, and you have fully powered Greninja. I think a uh, Greninja and Sora GX. I think it's fantastic, and I think it's going to see a lot of play. So um let's go ahead and give it a quick rating here. I'm gonna give it a super effective. What about you, basket?
2: I'm going to give it a super effective. Mm-hmm. Um, the synergy that it has with like even just more Greninja and Zorak pulling those out, and then being able to attack right off the bat, and then you just having to throw the dark energies from your hand to power that up. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good card. Super effective.
0: Me too. What about you, Sigma?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm somewhere between effective and super effective, but I'm closer to a super effective, so
0: Sure. There we go. We got our first super effective Greninja and Sodor GX, although we haven't rated Charizard and the uh, Garvador, both tag teams, but we'll get to those at the end. Don't worry. Those are super effective. Those are, yeah. W- w- what am I even playing at? Both of them are super effective. So they're being rated. Okay. Let's go on to the next one. Sigma, what's your card? All right. So I went with Ferramosa and Buzzwall GX. Oh, I've heard a lot of, a lot about this. I saw this being played with, uh, Vileplume in Japan, right? Yeah, that was one of the decks that was floating around. It's a nice starter.
3: It has 260 HP. It is an Ultra Beast. Its first attack is for a Grass Energy, Jet Punch, 30 damage. This attack does 30 to one of your opponent's benched Pokemon, so if they don't have a Mute, you're doing some nice spread damage, just like a Buzzwole would be.
0: Yes, nice. But Grass, which yep. is also welcome.
3: It's not a bad thing to have. Uh, Second attack, Grass, Grass Colorless, Elegant Soul, 190 damage during your next turn this pokemon's elegant soul attack space damage is 60
0: so it eh, yes yeah, that's 120 uh, 190 on the first turn you use it and then the next turn if you use it it just deals 60
3: if you're doing 190 you're probably KOing something though
0: it is and it's just, you can read this exactly as you would have read charizard Yurashiram, yeah. second attack you <laughs> do not use this attack on your next turn <laughs> Switch it out, switch it back in, use it again so you can hit for 190 again. You will never, ever, ever want to use Elegant Soul for just 60, unless that 60 guarantees you that you're going to knock out whatever's in front.
3: Yeah, you probably soften things up with your Jet Punch beforehand, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. You should be getting
3: a KO with this the first turn, and then you can just do chip damage again the next turn. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, And then we get to its GX attack.
2: Which is just ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is fun. (laughs) This
3: is really fun. Okay, so for a grass energy, it does 50 damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is knocked out by this attack, take an extra prize. Sweet. That is a great ability. So far, so good.
2: But we're not done, folks.
3: (laughs) Wait, there's more. Like (laughs) all of the tag team GXs, this has a bonus for seven extra energy attached to it. (laughs) Seven. You get to take three extra fire Cards instead of one (laughs) extra.
2: Wow. Which is just so insane, because if you take out another tag team... You won. And you've just won. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, yes, that is a a ridiculous cost. But winning with one attack? Like, what's up, Pokemon? What are you doing?
0: And it's 50 damage, too, which don't even focus all that uh, much on getting... A GX so you can auto-win the game. Take out a Mew... Uh, Sorry, a Ditto, Prism Star Ditto from the bench. Goosma that thing into... You, well, rip Goosma in the rotation, post-rotation. But for now, Goosma or Rock that 50 HP or 40 HP Ditto Prism Star, bring it into the bench, knock it out with that 50 damage from that Beast Game GX, which is one grass energy, and you're already grabbing four uh, prize cards. Well, sorry, you're grabbing two but if it were that you paid the extra 7 you'd be grabbing 4 for a Ditto yeah. a 40 HP Ditto.
3: I have no clue how you're getting those seven extra
0: energies on this thing. But yeah. if you do, good job. Good job. Yeah. Well, uh, it's grass. So that is that <laughs> that Venusaur that automatically uh, doubles your your grass energies. So that's one yeah. option, but that that that's a lot of setup though. Yeah, it's rotating too, so it's a little yeah. sad. Anyways, it's weak to fire. Retreat is two. Yeah. Uh, I think we said all we had need to see. Let's go ahead and just review this, baby. Uh, what do you give it, Sigma?
2: I'll give it a super effective. It's super, a good one.
0: Super effective basket.
2: Uh, I'm going to give it an effective. Mm. I think it's a really good card, but I don't see the best way I would imagine to, like, play this is either a tech or, like, try and create some sort of stall deck to where you can, like you know, stop the player from taking all your prize cards before you can power <laughs> this monster up. Yeah. I feel like that would be kind of fun. But, yeah, I'm ju- I'm just going to say effective.
0: There you go. Effective it is. And for me, it would be super effective as well. And I'm not even really thinking that much about Beast Game, um, which is its GX attack. I'm thinking more in the likes of Jet Punch. It's an excellent, we- it's a known quantity. We know it from Buswold, the regular Buswold. We know it's really effective and a lot of cards uses uses that attack for one grass through 30 and you're active and then 30 on your bench. It's an excellent starting move, uh, starting attack. And then you have that Elegant Soul, which again, it, it does sound tricky because you does now 190 on one turn and then 60 on the other. But again, known quantity. We've seen attacks like this before. We can just switch around and we have ways around it. So overall, I really like Firmosa and Bustle GX and I think they will go far. Now... We're going to move on to the next one, which is Basket. What's your first card from Unbroken Bonds?
2: All right. So my first card and the first couple aren't like crazy exciting. They're just ones that I thought were pretty cool. So the first one is Volcanion. It's a basic fire and 120 HP. Mm -hmm. Um, For one fire, it has Flare Starter. Search your deck for a fire energy card, reveal it, and attach it to one of your Pokemon. Then shuffle your deck. If you're the player going second on your first turn, you may search your deck for up to three fire Mm -hmm. energy cards instead and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like.
0: That's an excellent first attack.
2: I really like that because um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Talonflame in the way that you want this Pokemon out there first Mm -hmm. to really, really set you up and put you ahead of the game. So I can see people potentially using this in that sort of vein. Like a four of to make sure that you can start out that way. Yeah. And then because a lot of fire attacks are three energy and above. So being able to start out on that is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. 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 I really like it. Uh, what's that has more though? Keep on going. Oh, yeah.
2: And uh, sorry. I that was <laughs> the one I was excited about. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. So for two fire energy, there's high heat blow. It's 50 plus damage. If four or more fire energy are attached to your Pokemon in play, this attack does 60 more damage. It's fair. Yeah, It's okay. Well,
0: Flare Starter is pretty interesting. My only concern is we still have Kiawe, which is four for one supporter and you lose your turn, but you still gain four uh four fire energies to whatever you want to attach them to. That's an option. But if you do not want to waste... Your first turn, because the the beautiful people at home might be thinking, well, yeah, we have Kiawe. Why we want to play this instead of Kiawe? Well, using this would allow you to be able to use a different supporter on your first turn, in case you want to maybe use that Lily on your first uh first turn and get get the ten cards that allows you to to draw upon.
2: Correct, and there's actually mm-hmm. a card uh that I I forgot to tell you earlier that synergizes with this one a little bit,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um or one that I would like to play with. It's Lieutenant Surge's Battle. It's a supporter card, and you can only play this card if you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent. But you can play up to three supporter cards in a turn. Mm. So it's pretty cool. I like it. I know that the, you can't do it on the same exact turn. Yeah. But I like both of these sort of setups. It's really cool.
0: It really is. Uh, Sigma, any two cents there? I like it as a starter. I think I'll like it more
3: once Kiawe rotates out. Yeah. But. With Welder also in the format, it's a little awkward because Welder's also really good as a something that will set you up and you don't have to go second for it to work. So, we'll see. I originally read the second attack as if this Pokemon had four energy on it and that would have been a bad card. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and write this one. So, uh, first basket, what do you give this card?
2: I give it an effective. I think that in a fire deck easily being able to put four more fire energy on this thing with flare starter and being able to potentially do double damage to grass types and or steel types in the format for, I mean, being able to do 220 damage, you know, if all those things are put into place for just two energy, that's pretty sweet. And it's a basic, so you're not going to be losing a whole lot if it goes down. So I like its niche versatility, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. And, uh, I will give it a effective as well. Um, I do like its first attack and it does have 120 for a basic, which is uh, not the best. I usually, I've said in the, in the show that I prefer 130. I think 130, even though there's so many attacks nowadays that do 130 base attack that will knock out your 130s. Anyway, still 130 is a lot easier to maintain alive that, uh, 120, but it is still a good amount. Um, what about you, uh, Sigma? Effective. Effective it is. There we go. So, volcano is effective. Pretty cool. So, from the fiery depths of underwater, we're going to go up and be cute and adorable and fluffy. Because whimsicott and not our fluffiest, but a whimsicott nonetheless. GX has finally showed up. And it's pretty cute, and uh, just wait what it does. Its HP is 190, which actually is pretty decent. Um, uh, 190 is not that bad. Usually, Winsicots have really low HP. So even though it's a stage 1, I think 190 for a Winsicot is not that bad. Its ability is where things get adorable and scary at the same time. Fluffy Cotton. If any damage is done to this Pokemon by attacks, flip a coin. If heads, prevent that damage. Automatically, every time it's attack, flip a coin. And it could save itself from that damage. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. First attack, energy blow, thus 10 plus damage for one fairy energy. This attack does 30 more damage times the amount of energy attached to this Pokemon. The more energies, uh, Winsicott has, the more it do- damage it does. If you're able to attach three energies on, on Winsicott, that is a solid 100 damage that you're doing each turn. Then you have Toybox GX for one fairy as well. It says search your deck to up to five cards and put them onto your into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. Pretty straightforward. Weakness to metal, resistance to darkness, retreat cost of one. Mainly chose this Pokemon for my list because its ability, being able to successfully block fifty percent of the time any attacks given to you, screams "Use me, use me!" to all those stall decks users out there. It's powerful, but you have to look out for that, though, because it is a stage one. It could get devolved. And nowadays we have more tools to do that. So with that being said, what do you think, Sigma?
3: So at the European International this weekend, there was a deck using the Greninja from Detective Pikachu that has the same effect. Oh, (laughs) so this is a stage one. So it's easier to get out. So I suspect it will see play. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. The attack is fine. It's okay. It's like a Tapu Lele style attack where it's like it scales. It's it's it could become powerful, but we, you will need to you you'll need to put some investment in it. It's a little awkward losing some DCEs
3: and things like that that'll really boost yeah. your damage a little faster. Playing yeah. Mina is not a fun way to boost damage, but hey, maybe you'll play Welder with it or something. Who knows? Yeah,
0: who knows? What about you, Basker? What's your two cents on this?
2: Yeah, I like it. Um, I really like the idea of, because um, I know that there's all those, like, attacks, you know, like, flip heads to prevent damage or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I really like the idea that in order to do that, you don't have to use a specific attack.
0: Yep, you don't. And um, the fact that it's an evolution, though, it's a plus because it's not blocked by Alolan muck.
2: Exactly, yeah.
0: So, that's that's good. Okay, so let's go ahead and rate it. I'm going to rate it an effective uh, even though I chose this card, I'm not going to give it a super effective because I acknowledge its ability to become a really pesky and meddling card, but I don't see any decks being built around this. Um, so it's, f- it's okay at best. Uh, but it will definitely see some play. So effective, almost leaning to super effective. If it would have more effective attacks, I would have definitely thrown it to super effective, but defensively it's super powerful and I'll leave it with that. Uh, what about you, Basket?
2: I'm, I'm going to go exactly with you. I would say effective, leaning towards super effective, because I feel like this Whimsicott could get up to some very fun shenanigans.
0: Yeah, yeah. Doing damage is not its plan. It will do something, and in, a, in the in the hands of a great player, it will do something. Um, but attack is not one of them. What about you, Sigma?
3: Yeah, its attack's a little slow, but it's it's a fun gimmick. So I'll I'll give it an effective.
0: There you go, effective uh, across the board for Whimsicott X. Good to see it be, uh, in the TCG. Now, let's one for, from one adorable little fluffy character to another. Take it away, Sigma. Sure, we have Shaman
3: 2.0 in Dintene GX.
0: Uh-oh. It's
3: a lightning Pokemon with 160 HP basic. It has the ability Dedechar, or Data Mm-hmm. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may discard your hand and draw six cards. You can only use one data change ability per turn.
0: Uh, the, yeah, I know where <laughs> I know where their head were where they put that little extra <laughs> thing on that ability because when shaming came out, the ability to spam shaming on one turn was pretty ridiculous. People would play three and then scoop them up and play them again on the same turn. It, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. They, they know what they're doing when
3: they say they're allowed <laughs> to do it once per turn. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, it it was shaming and how shaming just... uh, They fixed it by banning certain cards after the fact, but when it first came out, it was... uh, Shaming was an issue. Yeah. (laughs) Keep on, sorry.
3: All right. So, usually its attacks wouldn't matter, but Thunder Mountain is in the format, so your opponent could be playing it, or you could be playing it. So, in that case, a lightning and a colorless, but with Thunder Mountain, it's just a colorless for 50 damage. And with Thunder Mountain, its GX attack is just a colorless as well, usually a lightning colorless for 50 damage. Your opponent's act to para- Pokemon is now paralyzed, and return this Pokemon and all cards attached to it to your hand, so it has Sky Return from Shaman. Basically.
0: Except you can only lose it once,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you get to use it once. Because you can only lose it once. That was also broken on Shaman. That was also broken <laughs> on Shaman, yep.
0: That's 100% right.
3: Weak to fighting, resistance, metal, retreat, one.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, self-explanatory, right? It's a shaming, a little bit more controlled. Right? Sh- shaming as it should have been when it first came out. It's a shaman you're probably not playing four of. Yeah, exactly. You can play one or two. You don't need to play anymore because uh, it does what it does. Uh, and you don't need to spam it in any way or or, or or other. Let's go ahead and review it because I don't feel this. <laughs> there's there's not much else we can say about the Dene. Uh, it's a pretty straightforward card. So, Sigma, what do you give it?
3: Oh, super effective. It, super. It'll see play.
0: Okay, and I'm giving a super effective well, because, yeah, it will see that ability itself, it's just, it's going to get used. What about you, Basket?
2: Yeah, definitely uh, super effective. I like the idea of the GX attack, because it is a GX, and its HP is pretty low for a GX. I don't think I've seen a GX with lower HP. I could be wrong.
0: Marshadow. Oh, Marshadow, yes. Yeah, 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 150. Yeah, yeah, that's the okay, only yeah, one, yeah. yeah.
2: So this is the second lowest HP, so, But so I like the, that you're able to return it to your hand so that, you know, if it does get some damage on it and it's going to be taken out, you can pull it out.
3: Yeah, it does waste your GX
0: attack. That's the only problem, yeah.
2: It does, but I do like that option. Like, I mm-hmm. would probably never use, I would try to avoid using the tingly return GX. mm mm-hmm.
0: But if you need to do it, it's there, and it it's there, and it paralyzes. So it's not half bad. I'm not saying the GX is. Uh, we're not saying that the GX attack is bad. Um, it's just uh, it's a GX attack, exactly. So it's very yeah. situational. Uh, if you really need to get that DNA out of there, because I don't know, Ferramosa is gonna try to grab six, <laughs> five cards, prize cards from it. Um, then you want to exit at, that out immediately and paralyze your opponent at it. And the, the plus effect, depending on what you're playing, you can put something that even hampers your opponent even more. You can get that Dedene out of there and in its place, um, I don't know, play something like, this is expanded, but, uh, Wobba for example, that yep. will block any abilities in when it's inactive. So something like that, it's always good to have. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a super effective as well. Uh, so Dedene GX, super effective. It's ability. We know it. We love it. Can't wait to play it again. Okay, moving on to the next one, Basket. We have a mouse. Bring the cat.
2: All right. This (laughs) one is near and dear to my heart because I'm a fan of Persian. Um, This is Persian GX. It is colorless, HP 200. It has an ability called Catwalk once during your turn before you attack. If your Pokemon GX or Pokemon EX was knocked out by damage from an opponent's attack during their last turn, you may search your deck for up to two cards and put them into your hand, then shuffle your deck. You can only use one catwalk ability during your turn.
0: That's pretty, pretty badass. That's basically a teammate's only exclusively uh, for Pokemon GX and EX.
2: Yes, that card was also stupidly
0: powerful. It is, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I really I really like that as an ability because there's been stuff like this where it's been attacks or trainer cards. And having that ability is really nice. Yeah. To just have it like on your bench if you need it. Super cool. But yeah, yeah. so then its first attack is three colorless, revenge does 10-plus damage. This attack does 20 more damage for each Pokémon in your discard pile, up to a maximum of 9 Pokémon. So that's a pretty decent attack. It really is. I'm not crazy excited that it caps out at 190, and that because it's a colorless, there's nothing that it would be super effective against. Yeah. But that is a pretty decent attack. And then for another 3-colorless, it has Slashback GX, 150 damage switch this Pokemon with one of your benched Pokemon
0: okay I'm pretty straightforward
2: yep and it has a weakness to fighting and resistance to none and retreat cost of two
0: nice um I really like the attack the I'm sorry the ability is fantastic um the attack revenge what you said Baska, is 100 percent correct the fact that you it caps at 190 and you can't super effective you can't use super effective with it because it's colorless It's a drag. Uh, I do like, though, that it's three colorless energy, so it syncs well with triple energy when it comes out, and you could basically evolve that person out immediately, put the triple energy, and then immediately attack for 190 for that one turn. I think that's pretty cool. It's an option. I like it. What about you, Sigma?
3: Uh, Yes, I think it's fair that they finally limited the revenge attack's base value, because... Flareon Vespaquin is still a thing in Expanded because it is uncapped. Though I think <laughs> those do ten damage for each Pokemon instead. So yeah, and they're call co- and they're they have actual types. No, so, yes, but know. they do it for a DCE. So yeah, having a GX do it for three colorless is fine.
2: Yeah, and let's let's not forget that there are ways to augment the amount of damage that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So you can increase that number, but. Yeah. It's still... It's not ideal, but you can increase the number and it will be a decent card. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. So, Basket, what do you give this card?
2: I give it an effective. Mm. I would like to give it more because I'm a Persian fan, but honestly, I would just say effective. The fact that it's colorless and that it's not a a lowland Persian that would be dark type is kind of a problem to me. Mm. Just because you can't hit anything for super effective damage and... I don't know. I feel like that's a big. It holds it back. Negative, yeah.
0: It holds it back to what its full potential could be. I'm in the same boat as you. I really like it. I'm also a, a, a person fan, but uh, it just doesn't do it for me. I don't think people will be using person uh, to create their own deck, or it will move the meta at any point. But it's still a decent card that should not be looked. um Definitely should not be just taken for granted. So person GX, you have an effective from me. Sigma. Yeah, I'm also on the
3: effective train. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody figured out how to play it right, Mm -hmm. but
0: I don't think it's going to be the day one Pokemon you'll be seeing on the tables. Yeah, no, it definitely won't. Okay, so there it is, an effective person GX. And from that, I'm going to go ahead and take it away with a crazy little Pokemon called Porygon C. This is not a a GX Pokemon, uh, but it is a colorless stage 2 for An HP of 130. Now, why did I choose Porygon? Well, it's ability is kinda crazy. Crazy code. It says, you may use this ability as many times as you like during your turn. Attach a special energy from your hand to one of your Pokemon. That's it. It's attack is Tantrum for 120. For three colorless, this Pokemon is now confused, it confuses itself. And then it's weakness to fighting, resistance to none, retreat costs cost of two. Little Porgon allows you to play as many special energies as you can and you have on your hand or your deck if you're able to find them in one turn. That means that a Snorlax could potentially be powered up the same turn by attaching two double colors energy if you have them in your hand. Problem is, this is still a stage two, which requires a lot of setup to get there. And its HP is much to be desired. Could be knocked out for pretty much almost anything out there. Um, its attack is not necessarily good, but I still wanted to make a note of this ability because I think it is pretty crazy and I like it. Um, what about you? Let's start with you this time, Basket. All
2: right. Um, I think that this card is crazy powerful enough to where I would try and move this into decks. Like they're, they're moving into the system where it seems like a lot of, at least the cards that we've been talking about, they cost a crazy amount of energy in order to reach their full potential. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, with a rare candy, it wouldn't really be that bad, especially with how, how easy it is to pull Pokemon out. It might not be great when it debuts because of losing Ultra Ball and a few other things. Yeah, that's right. But I do not think that Ultra Ball is going to be gone for very long. Ultra Ball is a huge staple of the meta, and I do not think that they're going to take it out for
0: yeah, very long. Yeah, I'm in the all. same boat as you there um, regarding Ultra Ball because I think they're going to do the same thing they did with uh, Scoop Up. Uh, Scoop Up was also a card that has been around the uh, the, Pokemon, the game since it's, since its origin, since the first set. Uh, we've had scoop up and scoop up was constantly in the meta. And then when I think it was when the for the rotation three years ago, it wasn't for about three months. Then a set dropped and it had the super scoop up and, and it's all good again. So I suspect that the same thing's going to happen with Ultra Ball. It's, we're going to be without it for a few months, but it is eventually going to be reprinted. So stay we tuned. We have
3: Pokemon communication at least.
0: True. And I, which I'm every day growing more attached to i'm really liking pokemon communication a lot and for those of you home that don't remember pokemon communications allows you to trade any pokemon in your hand for any pokemon in your deck so if you drew upon a pokemon that you "Mm, i don't need this pokemon just yet i prefer a different pokemon just use pokemon communicator to switch that pokemon to the pokemon that you actually wanted and put that pokemon which you didn't want to play at the moment back into your deck so it's a it's a good substitute to ultra ball but uh, we're digressing and completely going off uh, a different route when it comes to Porygon C, Sigma, what is your two cents?
3: I think it's a fun card to have in the format. Yeah. Plenty of special energy to abuse with, so you can build your deck around it. Have a fun time.
0: Yep, I think it is. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a effective. I'm not going to say effectively into super effective. No, I know this is not a card that will see any play. I just know that it has the potential for someone to grab it and say, Ooh, I can make a really good deck with this. And I'm just waiting for that person to come out there and do that deck. So effective for me. What about you, Basket?
2: Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb um, and just make a crazy prediction that it's going to be super effective. Oh, interesting. Because I can see at some point when Ultra Ball returns and we have a a better understanding of the meta, this becoming a staple in at least a couple decks. They might not be like top tier decks, but decks that are at least taken to like uh, tournaments and like nationals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say super effective.
0: There we go. <laughs> super effective from basket. What about you, Sigma? I look at it like a
3: Magnezone. I'm going to go effective because it's nice to have sitting around and be like, yeah, I could use this for my deck.
0: Exactly. It's an option to have. And since there's so many decks out there that just play special energies, you it, it is something that might be, may be that someone will build something great around this. So there you go. We got Poryon C stage two.
2: The reason why I choose to be uh, specials effective is specifically because you can use the ability as many times as you want during your turn. Yeah. So you're able to potentially set up multiple Pokemon if you have them. Yep.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can put one, one double colorless energy into one Pokemon, the other double color, uh, double colorless energy. Or
2: a triple energy.
0: Mm-hmm. Any special energies that you have, you could definitely use, uh, with Porygon C's ability to place on your, as many times as you want and you can on your bench or yeah active. There you go, that's Porygon C Sigma. What's your next card? My next card is
3: another draw engine in Miss Magis. Psychic mm. like type, 110 HP, doesn't matter. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so its ability is Mysterious Message. Once during your turn before you attack, you may knock out this Pokemon. If you do, draw cards from your deck until you have seven cards in hand. It's a very strong ability. And the mm-hmm. fact that we have Duskstone in the set, which lets you get Miss Magis out on turn one, lets you set up very easily, even at the cost of giving your opponent a prize.
0: We didn't talk about Duskstone on this episode because we mentioned it a couple of episodes before. When it was first revealed, uh, we we talked about it with alongside Hunchcrow GX, which is another really powerful card that comes in this deck, in this set. So um, so if you listen to a couple of episodes, we can hear our... Our uh, comments on those cards. Uh, continue on. Sorry, Sigma. But yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a great setup card. It is. My only concern is the knockout part, which means that if you are knocking it out, you are giving your opponent a prize. You are, yes. Yes. That's the only thing I see in this card. But other than that, still, you, you are giving your opponent a prize, but you drawing until you have seven cards. If you have no cards on your hand, that's, that's a lifesaver right there.
3: Yeah, it can be worth it in the right deck. Exactly. It's your other draw support option other than Dedede. So,
0: yeah. Uh basket, what do you think about this one?
2: Um me personally, I don't really like it. If it was a basic, then I would be far more inclined to mm. put it somewhere just because there's that there's that huge give and take there. Like yes, you can cuz there's so many draw engines that you can pull from. Yeah. And yes, going from 0 to 7 cards in your hand is totally worth a prize card in my opinion if you're maybe a little ahead, but you're Worrying you're gonna be stepping back a few paces or something like that, or if it's like a last-ditch last effort, I like that idea. But the fact that there's that give and take, and it's a stage one, meaning that you have to be able to set it up to get that, it's kind of more than I would want to handle personally. Mm. Okay, um, yeah, that's fair. so I'm not a, I'm not a crazy fan of this card, but I do I I do recognize. The potential for the ability to help out a lot
1: yeah
3: it probably wouldn't be worth mentioning if dusk stone wasn't in the set yeah because exactly if you're just getting yeah. it out like a regular stage one it would be pretty boring but yeah. when you're able to get it out the first turn you play your mischievous onto the bench mm-hmm. it's something to talk about yeah yeah it was also a two of in that Gardevoir Sylveon deck we were looking at so
0: yes and we can see now why okay so with that being said uh sigma what do you give your card I think it's effective bordering on super effective. There you go. I give it an effective. I'm um, not sure I'm going to border on super effective, even though we are, It's an, again, we know this card is good because it's already been played on the uh, Guard of War uh, decks, uh, tag team decks, Sylveon. But uh, I will give it a super, I'm uh, oh, sorry, an effective uh, because um, it's just, yeah, it's definitely going to see played. Definitely. What about you, Basket? Effective. There you go. Effective and a super effective for Miss Magius.
3: Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PucklePodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Puckalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash Puckle Podcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at Patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast.
0: Move on to the next one. Basket. What's your next card? Oh, I I can see what your next card and the next card spells basket all over it.
2: Yeah, I'm really excited about this card because I have wanted to make poison work for a really, really long time. So it's this card in tandem with another card that is finally making Poison, extremely viable, in my opinion. Yeah, or at least way more viable than it ever was before. So this is Muck and a Lowland Muck GX. It's a Psychic type, and it has an HP of 270. Not bad at all. Its first attack, for one Psychic and two Colorless, is Bad Poison. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now poisoned. Put eight damage counters instead of one on that Pokemon between turns. Ouch. Then for its second attack. It's one Psychic and three Colorless. Poison Lick, 120 damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is poisoned, heal 100 damage from this Pokemon. Yep. And then for no cost, there's a Sticky Mix GX. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now poisoned and paralyzed. If this Pokemon has four or more energy attached to it, put 15 damage counters instead of one on that Pokemon between turns for poison.
0: Oof. 150 going and then 150 coming if you're not able to switch them out.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And it's paralyzed, by the way, which helps the fact that you just can't just retreat it. You have to add a goose a Goosemite, switch it out with a switch trainer or something, but it's paralyzed, so.
2: Correct. And it has weakness, to psychic times two, no resistance, and a retreat cost of four. Mm-hmm. And the card that goes with it is Dust Island. It's a trainer uh, stadium. When a player switches their poisoned active Pokemon with the effect of a trainer card, their new active Pokemon is now poisoned. If there is an effect that alters the amount of damage counters taken from poison, that effect carries over as well. Nice. So, it's just fantastic. <laughs> I'm over the moon on this. It's, it's ridiculous.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. Poison will do 150 damage per turn. Or if you're just using simple bad poison, the first attack, it's still 80 damage coming and then 80 damage going. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. And I've been always one that says, that have been teasing Baskins, like, poison is fun, but, it you know, as long as switching exists, uh it's just hard to make it work because it's so easy to, to get around poison. But Dusk Island really takes care of that for you. I think the main issue is you can still retreat to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And right now <laughs> Jirachi are everywhere. With their little escape boards, so that's a little rough still. Well for now, but uh those skateboards are not gonna stay here for long. Um yeah, no basket, so uh let's go ahead and review uh Alon Muck and Alolan Muck first. Uh what do you give it?
2: Um Oh man. I'm going to give it a super effective because I'm going to make a deck out of this and I'm biased as hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love your review. At least you're honest. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to join you right there with super effective. I am not sure if this is going to be good. I am not sure if this is going to move the meta at all. What I am sure that it, there's a lot of po- you're not the only poison fan that I know. The really V, shout out to my boy. the really be. It's also a big fan of poison. I have been trying to make poison work for the longest time. And this just screams to those Poison fans out there that there is a chance, there is hope. Do not quit, it can happen. (laughs) Um, So super effective for me as well. What about you, Sigma?
3: I'm on effective because it's weak to Psychic and Giratina and Malamar are still in the format after rotation. So that said, Giratina can't one-shot it, so there's that.
0: There is that, that's for (laughs) sure.
3: If it could one-shot it, I probably wouldn't give it
0: an effective, but it cannot, so good for it. There you go. And then for Dusk Island basket, what do you give Dusk Island?
2: Um, I give that a super effective um, because there's a lot of really fun poison things that never got to see the light of day that are still viable and expanded. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be pouring over those in the next few days <laughs> and trying to find out if I can bring my gunk <laughs> back to the surface <laughs>
0: yeah. R- resuscitate res- uh, that deck Let's see if it can yeah. do some ripples uh, that sounds like fun so super effective for you I'm going to give it I'm going to be a little bit less uh, uh, I'm going to give it an effective it is a great card if you're going to play poison if you're going to do a poison deck for sure play Dusk Island um, the problem that I see is that you will only play this on a poison deck and you will not i give super effective and a lot of because as you heard me multiple times say if i see someone building a deck around the card because it has that potential that you can build a strategy around it i aim for super effective because i feel that that's like that's i think that's the main uh benchmark where it defines a really good card versus just an okay card a very good card is oh i gotta build a deck around this uh, a okay card is, oh, this might work in, in, in any deck, or or this might work on this deck, or support to that. Uh, uh, Mug and Alolan Mug GX is super effective. Dusk Island would only work on Poison decks. I will give it just an effective. Um, what about you, Sigma?
3: Somewhere between not very effective and effective. It's yeah. the best Poison Stadium in Standard. Yeah. In Expanded, it's not, because Rebank City exists. So yeah, Rebank City Usually you want that yeah. to be your Poison Stadium of choice, so...
2: There you go, well, but oh. the, but the only point of that is to add two damage counters.
3: I know, and that's great.
2: <laughs> no, I, no, I know, I know. But I'm saying with when you're when you're doing eight damage counters per turn, and yeah, you don't need that. that. Like keeps them there. Like that's, that's all fair. I'm saying.
0: Yeah, there you have it, guys. So let's go on and move to the next one. We're almost done, so let's take it home pretty soon. Here, I'm gonna go with a trainer this time around. It is Devolution Spray C. Now, this is an item card says choose one of your evolved Pokemon. You may remove as many evolution cards from that Pokemon as you like and shuffle them into your deck. Uh, the reason why I chose Devolution Spray C is because um, there are multiple strategies in the game where devolving uh, and re-evolving your Pokemon is a strategy. It has, does have the downside that the cards go back to your deck. But there's always workarounds around that. You may have those versions of the cards already in your hand, other copies. Uh, so you have no problem returning the ones in your bench into your deck because you know that you can replace them with the ones that you have in your hand. Um, so I want you to bring this card towards you guys and see what you guys think. Sigma, let's start with you. What do you think of Devolution Spray C?
3: I kind of would prefer the original Devolution Spray. Okay. I don't know too many Pokemon where having both evolutions be sent away is beneficial to you. Mm, true. Where both Pokemon have effects where when they evolve, they do something.
0: Yeah. Well, I, the one I can think about at least is the Greninja line. Um, The most recent, the Greninja GX line.
3: Yeah, that's about the only one. And even then, I'd still just rather have a Greninja right away again. Yeah, that's true. Because the 30 damage is a lot more important than the... 20. 10, yeah. yeah, 20 or...
2: Yeah, there you go. What about you, Basket? Uh, personally, I think this card has the potential for a lot of, like, versatility. This card, it's hard to describe because it has a lot of potential. It's going to have a hard... You're going to have a hard time trying to, like, work with this card right now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in the future, if a basic comes out that's going to just be, you know, great... Like, you could you could use it for, like, a call for family on a basic or something like that if you need to... if like. If your cards have been put in the discard and you can throw them back in your deck and you need to call for family again or whatever, like that's kind of a crappy, um, example. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of Pokemon that have that their basics or their middle evolutions have different things that they can do. For example, this would be great on like, remember the Crobat decks, the Scythe Toad. Bats. Yeah, the bats. Are, like, yeah. this would this would be awesome for that.
0: Yeah, the Greninja's do do basically that. The, the new Greninja line, uh, Frogadier, does twenty damage, and then Greninja GX comes down and does thirty extra damage. Basically, the same thing, but bats was a little bit quicker. They weren't GXs, so it's uh, a lot better price wise. They were a lot better.
2: Yeah, so that whole line had things that helped you do the damage that you were trying to do. Um, so I think that there's there's a lot of potential for this card. And yeah, that's really all I have to say about it is that I think it has high potential.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and review it real quick. And I'll give it, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm going to give it not very effective. I wasn't expecting to give this even an effective, but I did want to bring it to you because I thought it was interesting. I thought maybe you never know. Hey, maybe you use that ditto to evolve all the way up to a stage two and suddenly you need that ditto again. So. Devolution Spray C is there to devolve up back to your basic ditto so you can evolve that ditto into something else if need be. That's just one example of how this might be useful. But as you might have seen by that example, it is it could be rare and far between the chances that you might need to use that. Not very effective for me. What about you, Basket?
2: Uh, I'm going to say effective just because of the potential that I see. Yeah. I mean, if they don't come out with cards that can utilize this well, this is going to be a hugely wasted card. Yeah. And that would be really sad for me.
0: <laughs> True. What about you, Sigma?
2: The
3: one card in the set that I think can use this is a Gengar.
0: Mm. When
3: it evolves, you put six damage counters on your opponent's GX and EX Pokemon in any way you like. Okay. Uh that that's where this goes. It's just kinda eh. I, I'm yeah. not
0: very effective on it either. But that is probably the better thing to do with it right now. Yeah. Okay, so there you have a devolution spray C. Let's move on to the next one. Take it away, Sigma. Alright, this card really excites me. And
3: when I first read it, I didn't think anything of it. So we have Spiritomb, a darkness Pokemon with 60 HP. Basic Pokemon. Here's its ability. Building Spite. Once during your turn, before you attack, you may put one damage counter on this Pokemon. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Yes. It's attack for a dark energy. Anguished Scream, 10 plus damage. This attack does 30 more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. Mm, Wow. Okay. That's what we're doing with this deck. We also have an item in the format right now called Hustle Belt. If the remaining HP of a Pokemon card this is attached to is 30 or less, it does 60 more damage. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's... Got some support, and then there's also a Stunfisk for a double color list, which is kind of sad that that's going to be rotating as of right now. It has an attack that does thirty damage times the damage counters uh, on all your Pokemon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a fun like card to use in Expanded. Yep, Stunfisk,
3: and we have Mew protecting our guys from spread damage
0: from sniping. so you don't have to worry about your, your spirit towns dying from extra damage coming from your <laughs> opponent. That's that's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so, so I am extremely excited to build this
3: deck once this set comes out. So. Yeah, that's that, really funny.
0: That Yeah, that looks like it's going to be so... Ooh, weakness to none, by the way, and resistance to none, and a retreat cause of only one.
3: It doesn't matter. It's dying to any attack. No, true. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping uh, we win the prize trade.
0: <laughs> We're having 10 HP. Uh-huh. We're not we're not surviving here this is also a great um obviously this is not even the, the primary reason why you would use spirit tom but you could also uh, use it with Binet Gx uh yes. which basically allows you to to switch one damage counter per turn uh well per per Bennett active if you're it's in your active you may move one damage counter from your bench to your opponents and spirit tom could provide that that, that damage counter every single turn. Um, But obviously, that's not even close. Build, do what Sigma said. <laughs> that's the way to build this deck. Uh, yeah, that that's a deck I'm excited to play
3: online. Yeah. So. Okay. So what do you give this? Uh, I, I think I have to give it an effective because it is really risky. But, yeah, but like, still way playable. I mean, your max damage is what? 160 plus another 60 from the Hustle Belt?
0: That's yeah. scary. Yeah, that <laughs> really Hustle Belt scary. does not rotate. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Uh, I'm gonna give it also ineffective. It just sounds like a lot of fun. I'm going to go ahead and try to build this as well for the stream. What about you, basket?
2: Yeah, effective. This deck. <laughs> that, I love the idea of being able to win with stunfisk. Yep. So um, yeah, I effective. I like this card.
0: There you go.
3: Just wait for the next set with a stunfisk. That that's got a good stunfisk in it too. <laughs>
2: oh, that should be exciting. Does huh? it have does yeah. it have synergy with this or no? No,
3: absolutely not. Oh, okay, okay. It is a, <laughs> it is a fighting deck's answer to Zapdos.
0: Okay. Oh, nice. okay, interesting. Nice. Yeah.
3: Okay. Look, at, look forward to that.
0: Definitely. So we're gonna move on to the next one. Basket you you're going to go with your last card, take it away.
2: Yeah, so we talked about this for like a split second earlier, but it bears it, it needs a lot more discussion, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, It's Lieutenant Surge's Battle. This is a supporter card. You can only play this card if you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent. You may play up to three supporter cards this turn, including this one.
0: Yeah, that's just crazy. I mean, the combinations are endless. You know how many games, how many that I I wished I could use more than one supporter on one turn? That I just wish I could use this Cynthia... But this Guzma at the same time. I just wish I could do that. I wish I could Guzma and then Cynthia. And there's just no way of me doing that until Lucerne's Search. And when it comes out, I can't do that anyway because Guzma's going to be rotated out. But I could do it in ba- and expand it and that counts for something. And uh wow, yeah, that's that's really powerful. It really is. What what do you think,
3: Sigma? When this card was first revealed, I was terrified for it in decks. Because oh, those are wow. the deck yeah those are the decks that we're going to have where they're always going to be behind on prices. So this will always be active.
0: Wow, you're right. Yeah. And in standard where we still have Lusamine. Although I don't yes. think we're going to have Lusamine at the same time we're going to have this in standard, right?
3: Uh, I don't know how it was reprinted in
0: Ultra Prism.
3: Yeah. Is okay. The issue. So, yeah, that that's what scares me. Uh, one of the decks we didn't talk about in Japan was a stall deck, and yes, it has two Lieutenant Surges
0: with three Lusamines. That is... <laughs> that is something they do. Oh, God. And lucamine, by the way, lucamine is banded in Expanded, though, so that's why you're not going to see it that much in Expanded. Well, you're not going to see it at all in Expanded, but uh, it won't be able to do any synergy with Lusamine. Uh Of course, for the guys at home that don't know, lucamine allows you to recover two Supporter Cards from your discard pile onto your hand and the lieutenant search battle allows you to use three energy so you can do the math and the plus and the minus there
3: it lets you lose a mean loop a little
0: more efficiently oh, yeah definitely so with that being said let's go ahead and review this basket what do you give this card
2: i give this card a super effective because i think that this is a card that is going to probably be a one of in every single one of my decks yeah. at least Just because of its pure versatility. And one isn't going to kill me. I can find it. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah. I can have it when I need it. And this is something that I would not want to not have. Yeah.
3: What about you, Sigma? In a regular deck, I think it's more of an effective. In -hmm. the decks that are going to
0: do terrible, terrible things with it, it's
3: probably a super effective.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's the way I'm going to super effective, because... Yeah, it's, like Basket said, it's a one, it could be a one-off in every deck. It could have its uses, but in a deck that it's built around using this baby, because it is a supporter card that is worth building around too, um, yeah, it's going to do a lot of, well, quote unquote, unquote damage <laughs> to your opponent, although it's not actually going to be damage. Um, but it is going to put your opponent in a really difficult position where they have to handle you using technically two tra- uh, supporter cards in one turn, because the third, spot needs to go to it so um yeah stay tuned that's that's gonna be a really powerful card that is going to show up a lot soon okay so with that being said now i have my last card and it's fire crystal it's an item that says put three energy cards from your discard pile onto your hand you may play uh as many item cards yeah that's the standard item spiel but basically, you can recover three energy cards and then from your discard pile onto your hand. I believe that this is an excellent way to recover recovering your energies, uh, your fire energies, and this great synergy with Flareon GX, for example, um, mm-hmm. which allows you to play three energy cards if you have them in your hand. Well, if you have them in your discard pile, Fire Crystal will guarantee that you will have them in your hand, so can Flareon just you can place them down with Flareon. It's it's a great item card. I like it a lot. What do you think, Basket?
2: Yeah, I like it a lot. It's it's got. Um, are are we giving ratings or?
0: Just talk about it real quick. Oh yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah. So basically, um, yeah, I think it's a pretty decent card. You know, for fire decks, it's useless than anything else. Yeah, I think it'll find a lot of play in fire decks. I think it already has.
0: Probably, it's been playing maybe in the champions. Uh, yeah, in in the champions. I deck. think it was in
2: the it was in the um...
0: charizard deck. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, if you're playing fire, you got to play fire crystal at least. What up, you, sigma So, our friend Linian is building his first TCG deck. Ooh, congrats,
3: Linian. It's a round of Pokemon in the set named blacephalon. <laughs> it of has course. an attack for triple rip fire, it doesn't matter. Uh, it does 50 damage times the number of fire energy you discard from your hand.
0: Mm, this allows you to bring back those energies, yeah, nice. Yeah, that
3: allows for a consistent at least 150 damage.
0: Very nice indeed, very nice. Uh, so let's go ahead and rate it. I give it an effective, I think it's going to be great on fire decks, and, uh, it's going to be good. What about you, basket?
2: I'll give it an effective leaning towards super effective, um, just because there are good fire decks right now that have used this very successfully, so.
0: That's true. What about you, Sigma? Yeah, I'll go,
3: you know what, I'll go super effective. It allows you to do a lot of things. It goes well with Welder as well, if you've discarded a lot of fire energy. (laughs) You get to make sure that you get your Welder attachments. So that's nice. It does a lot for the fire attacks, and I think it's a key piece to them.
0: Yeah. There we go. Super effective, uh, for basket and sigma's so effective from me. Uh, although with your, both of your explanation, now I'm leaning to super effective completely. So, uh, you might have actually changed my mind there. So with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the last card in general, and that is my boy Sigma. Take it away.
3: All right. So we have the card Greens Exploration.
0: I have to pause there for a second to say that Green has always been my favorite un, uh, unused character from the Pokemon lore. Um, and I love that she's back and she's actually in the TCG now. That's all I had to say. Continue on.
3: All right. So she's a supporter card and you can't play this card if you have any Pokemon in play with abilities. Mm, pretty strict there. Yeah. Search your deck. For two trainer cards, reveal them and put them in your hand, then shuffle your deck. And now you know. (laughs) Now you know why it has a strict uh, rule there. Yes, it is an Alolan Ninetales for decks that don't want to be playing Alolan Ninetales and aren't playing abilities. So, it's a nice little thing.
0: Yeah, it it would be nice to play Lieutenant Sarge. Battle, use Green Exploration to find two (laughs) (laughs) trainer cards, and then whatever third supporter you want to use, you just search it with Green's Exploration. Um. <laughs>
3: it's another nice card to play with, Miss Magus. Oh, because yeah. Because you get the Dusk Stone. Your Miss Magus is the one with the ability, not your Mischievous. So you, yeah, you can go find the Dusk Stone, evolve it, get your seven cards, and then continue your turn.
0: Yeah, it's that's pretty hardcore. Green Sequence is definitely a really powerful card. Anything that allows you to search your deck for anything, in this case, any trainer cards, is pretty powerful. And the fact that oh, you can play this as long as you don't have any Pokemon in play with abilities. There's so many decks already out there that do just that.
3: Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be a deck without abilities. If their abilities are all on evolutions, exactly. then you can play it for the getting rare candies for, say, your Metagross deck that's rotating out, but who cares?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it's it's a fantastic card, definitely. Uh, Basket, do you have any two cents before we rate it?
2: Uh, nothing more than you guys have said. I mean, it's... There's nothing else to say. It's a really good card.
0: Yep, they want to rate it. Sigma, what do you give it? I- I'm willing to give it super
3: effective. I think it lets you do a lot of things in the format and yep. it's nice to have around.
0: Me too. Super effective. Uh, it's just, it is that powerful. It's easy. It Its rules to set up are easy to do. Not having any Pokemon in play with abilities is pretty straightforward and pretty easy. So, And the fact that it allows you to search for two trainer cards, too powerful, too fast. Uh, and then Basket.
2: Yeah, uh, the fact that they're, they've made it pretty easy to get Pokemon off your bench, if you need to, with multiple different cards allowing you to do that. Um, it makes it pretty simple for you to take off a Pokemon with an ability in order to play this card, get those items. If you have that same card, like that same uh, like stage one or whatever, yeah. you, can, you can just pop that back down. So potentially it wouldn't even cost you anything, even if you have abilities on the field.
0: Yeah exactly it's just it's fantastic i love it there you go super effective across the board get yourself a set of green's exploration because you're going to be seeing a lot of her and that makes me really happy well that's it guys that's a quick set review for unbroken bonds i hope you guys uh enjoyed that that brings us to the end of the episode with that being said if you like what you're listening here remember guys that we're not the only podcast at puckle Please join Monday every Monday Thatch in his main show. There, where every one of us are going to be there. Basket, you there in this week, so you can lis- listen to a double basket flavor this week by listening to him in the main show and here in the TCG cast. Yay, um, double
2: baskets,
0: double baskets. Also, do not forget that we also have the battle cast. We have the game corner, among other shows that you for your view, uh listening pleasure. Please go ahead and download those to listen. If you can follow us on our different social media accounts. We got our Twitter accounts at Puckle Podcast. We got our Facebook groups, uh, including the T, uh, Puckle TCG, which is our TC groups. We do a lot of, uh, announcements there. Well, not that much actually, uh, but. The Really be always maintains us up to date with the latest news from Poker Beach. So if you want to have a place where the news from Pokemon gets to you instead of you get to them, join our TCG Puckle TCG group at Facebook because my uh, our man The Really V is gonna take care of you there. And uh, finally, if you can, please, please become a patreon you get not only exclusive uh, I- uh items and podcasts when you're a member uh, but you also get to participate in a lot of our uh, specific patreon activities and you become part of the patreon family uh, so please go ahead and do so if you can and last but certainly not least join our discord There is where all the magic happens. That's where you're going to find us, including us, the cohorts. We're just in a mention away from you talking to us. And that's where all of our activities, including the Pokal TCG tournament, including all of our events like the, uh, uh, the prepare for trouble tournament also happens there so please join our discord you're just gonna love it there's gonna be puckle things for you and pokemon things for you to for you to do 24 hours a day so with that being said you can already listen to the background noise it is uh closing time our sigma thank you so much for lending me your time and your expertise as always it's been a fun time and basket love you man miss you a lot glad to have you back
2: Love you too, buddy. (laughs) Thanks for listening, Puckle Peeps. Of course, and
0: with that is closing time. See you
1: next month.